Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Okay, I think we're ready, so we'll just press play. It gets more and more professional every week. It's hump day <laughs> with Swanee and friends. The sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson off my mobile phone. Dane Swan's back. Someone's got a text message. Samantha Richards is Hello. back. Hello. And we've we got phones going off in the background. Hi, guys. How are we? Hello. Welcome we, home, Dane. Welcome home. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're in one piece. Yes. Yeah, just well, technically, this is your stiff. podcast. It's Swanee and friends. So thank you for having us. Oh, no yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I do all the work. A lot of chorus, <laughs> lot of correspondence uh, and, and and responses to you. You now, what are you? Four time international. Yep, four time international. No Has anyone else got that accolade uh, next to their uh, name? I find day? it very hard to believe. Yeah, you yeah. are one of a kind. Of that, and I've also trained with the Tel Aviv Dragons, the New York Magpies. <laughs> Slapping myself around all around the world, aren't I? And, and, and you've won a Brownlow. You, you, you've won a Premiership, and now you, for the first time in your life, you've flown overseas in economy class. Not for the first time in my life. <laughs> first, first time in recent years. First time say. since I've been able to travel business. Yes. <laughs> my fuck was that a debacle. Mate. Tell. Elaborate, Dane. Mate. Well. I did see your public service announcement on Twitter. It was well, there was. This all, this all happened to me too. You couldn't believe it. Uh, well, there's no champagne on arrival. No, there's not. <laughs> Hang on. You You're have lucky to, wait. to get water. You have to wait. What? We're in studio, Sam Newman. Sam Newman, you better come in here. Right. Dane's been in cattle class. Do you know that? For an overseas trip. Down coach? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I... Uh, yeah. <laughs> not great, Sam. Do you remember what that's like? I don't even know what it's like. <laughs> 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 no, sometimes I actually uh, sit up with the pilot. <laughs> I have sat up there before. But uh, that's about... Uh, wouldn't get much further back than that. <laughs> yeah. How'd you cope, Dane? And, um, and, and why'd you say yes, by the way? I thought, I thought that, you know, nothing's for nothing. Because I'm a man of the people. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the, the Indonesian volcano's budget ain't very high, I wouldn't imagine. So um, I was like, fuck it. I'll go, I'll go and see what... Just enjoy the experience with everyone else. That's it. Oh, mate. That's it. Why would you do that? Mate, when it, before the players... the riffraff. I thought the purge was about to happen when the plane took off. I don't know what was going to go on. Yeah. Mate, it was absolute madness. <laughs> Some of those overseas airlines, if you travel right out, 
away from North America, just out uh, other airlines, they actually clap on when they land. <laughs> Mate, they actually <laughs> applaud. Sam, they think, shit, that was lucky, another one we've walked away from. Sam, you stole my thunder. Yeah, so that, was, I was gonna, that, was the, that was the end. I was like, people who clap and get off plane, when plane lands should be put in jail. <laughs> it's absolutely disgraceful. What, what uh, Did you draw a middle seat? Because there's a lot no, of issues here. No, the, the geckos or the, the, the tired tigers, whoever booked my flight did the right thing <laughs> and slid me into a window. Well, I didn't. Um, <laughs> slid me into a window, which is nice. Um, yeah, so I was expecting champagne on arrival. That didn't happen. All right. What so was your meal like? Well, did you get a meal? Well, did you have to well, pay for it? Well, then, if I'll get there, <laughs> I didn't get a meal for a, for a reason why this why these people should fly business. And I flew Thai Air. And it's fair to say the probably airline probably – um, they build it for Thai people. Oh, shit. You you put it somewhere. I don't know. I'm, I'm just a bit taller than Thai people. So how would I go? It was a little. Yeah. I mean, you'd fit in perfectly. Your feet wouldn't hit the ground. Suppose, <laughs> suppose it was a dead giveaway when the flight was holding 1,700 people. <laughs> I was thinking people in the carriage department. So <laughs> yeah, that. In the luggage department, so it was unbelievable. Hey, so, so you did get a meal, Sam. Last time you flew international, uh, what what did we eat? Well, I think we started off with some butterfly wings in aspic <laughs> jelly, um, then a little bit of sashimi, a little bit of um, python thigh, and then we, uh, I think I had some gecko eyelids. After that, uh, washed down with some with some uh, yeah, with some cristal, uh, and then a bit, a little bit of uh, butterscotch schnapps. And after that, I was legless. I was actually fly blown after that, so I don't know what I was having. So a couple of things before you. I know you got to go, Sam. There's a couple of things. Firstly, you, you you've broken a big deal between Dane Swan and. Mike from your Jesus, Mike Donnan's. How hard was that? Yeah. The uh, twenty-two times all Australian and whatever you are, Dane and uh, Norm's not Norm Smith. Yeah. You are the what? What's the when you're best on the ground and the Norm Smith medal? You were Norm Smith, no, didn't you? Jim Stein's medal for best player in Australia. What a side. disgrace! Yeah. Not that Jim Stein's won it, but um, uh, yeah. So Mick Sheehan, the great fearless intrepid reporter. He's got him bluffed, uh, Danez. Uh, Mick, I had to broker the deal to go on open mic. And it could be a very important open mic because I don't know that he's doing it next year. And this could be the... Uh, the swan song. This, uh, the swan, swan song. Uh, well he, played, might, he might he might, uh, promote it as the swan song. Well done, Ralph. <laughs> you get a uh, credit for that. Yeah. Thanks. He might get kicked off air after I get through with him anyway. So, so are you doing open mic? Looks like it next Tuesday, I Confirmed. think. Confirmed. Yeah. Just, this is well, it won't be on next Tuesday. Be recording it. Okay. Yeah. They can't do it live. Uh, why not? Christ, they can't take the can't t- gamble that Sorry. by doing it live, you could say anything. <laughs> well, I'm going to. <laughs> so, so was it uh, in the seventies? What was it? Amwar Sadat and uh, Menachem Begin. That's uh, Israel and uh, I know, I know and who and they are. Ralph. I'm partially educated. <laughs> I think that was Jimmy Jimmy Carter. So you, you must feel like Jimmy Carter getting swatty onto open mic. This yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah, I hope I'm a bit sharper than Jimmy Carter was, though. <laughs> I think the peanuts went to his brain. He was a peanut farmer. I think he had a peanut for a brain. So, <laughs> so uh, this week, Scott Pendlebury plays his 300th game. And Dane said this on, on Instagram. He said, Scott made me a much better player than I was. Without him, I certainly would have done what I had done in my career. Wouldn't have done. Uh, Sam, say that again, Ralph. <laughs> he gave he gave Pendles a big rap. Thank uh, you. Dave, finished. I would have said I would have done a lot more because he stole half the votes off me. 
<laughs> so that's what I was saying. They cut it short. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So we'll we'll, we'll get your your uh, opinion yeah. about uh, about Scott. But Sam, how good do you have to be to have played three hundred games? Extraordinarily good. Uh, it's just a mathematical calculation. If you can stick around long enough, and you're a reasonable footballer, you don't have to be a star. Uh, but if you can just keep getting a game, uh, the numbers work out. If you play, when I played, I played for eighteen years, but I missed five years, the equivalent through injury. I missed 100 games through injury. That was five years when we played. So I played for as long as Kevin Bartlett, but I played exactly 100 games less. Yep. And the man standing behind me, I know you can't see this because it's a podcast, but Don Scott, <laughs> yes. who is on our podcast. Can you he prove played, he's here? Yeah, Don, you played the same number of games we did. Go on, say that. Yeah, what did you play? Oh, that's a mic, okay. Well, how many did you play? <laughs> I played the so 303. Did you? you I, yeah. I don't know. I played 300. Yeah, no, it says you played. Speaking to that. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, go on. What's the question? <laughs> the question is just confirm that you're here. This is. Yeah, hi. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I met everyone earlier. Yeah. Hawthorne Premiership captain and legend, but Sam. And he, he saved the club from. Oh, stop the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not bullshit. You no, saved the club from merging with Melbourne. What's wrong with you, man? Exactly. Come on, we're going to go out and get something to eat. Shut so up. just before you do, <laughs> minute, Sam, we, yes. we've got the great Scott Pendlebury this Friday in a final against your beloved Cats. Uh, he'd be lauded all week, he has, and rightfully so. Your build-up to your 300th, and, and did, did the day unfold similarly for you? Uh, my uh, 300th, I was put on the bench by the coach, Bill Goggin. <laughs> um, uh, this was team balance. I did come on as a matter of interest uh, after 10 minutes and played on Renee Kink. I was at centre-half 40, he was at centre-half back. Bill had this, the coach, had this strange theory that uh, you wouldn't necessarily be up and about for your 300th, so we'll start you <laughs> off quietly on the bench. Uh, Bill was, and I, I'd say this because uh, there's plenty of very, very good people who are this, but he was a boner at a meeting. Works before he he was before he started playing football and probably didn't lack probably lacked the Edward de Bonoish get out and look down on things laterally. Would you be up and about for your three hundredth? Bill thought you probably wouldn't be, so I deferred to him and I never argued with the coach. And uh, as a consequence, played my three hundredth and then went on to play three more. And, and just finally, Collingwood Geelong, are you going to the game? I'm not. I can't get a ticket. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you know the president of Collingwood? Pardon? Do you know the president of Collingwood at all? My word, I do. What's it like going to the football with him? Um, I've 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 have been to the football with him. About uh, he gets up a fair head of steam. About ten minutes in, if things aren't going his way, he gets a vein in his neck. I've never looks like the Yarra River from a helicopter. He gets it out there, and if it ever exploded, it would blow the roof off the stand. I said to him, mate, you got to settle down. You're going to have a seizure. He said, I'm. If I have a seizure, this is where I'll have it. No, he doesn't. He's he's a very passionate man, well, yes, and he's he, uh, he will be up and about. My word, he will be. He my will be. Uh, do we? What do we think will be the um, outcome? Do, uh, Dane. Well, for for Ed's neck and head, I certainly hope we get a win. <laughs> yeah, to be quite honest, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea, Sam. Thank you Thank very much. Thanks, Sam. Bye, Sam. Thank Don. you, Don. Bye, Don. Righto, Swanee, um, can we put some more meat in the bones about your trip, please? Let me fly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, no champagne on arrival, and um, and then obviously the. Seats were a little snug. I was fifty. I wrote it down. I was. I think I was fifty four. I was fifty four k. I don't even know flights had that many rows. I couldn't believe it. I was like fifty four. Am I on the third plane? Am I? Well, there might have been three planes out there. I don't know what the fuck was going on. I walked past. I was like, there's, like, 
I kept having. I walked past about eight curtains. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? I didn't know what was happening. Um, and then so I sit down. It was it was a three a three o'clock three o'clock in the other flight. So I wasn't. So not like I had to sleep. So I wasn't. I wasn't too bad. But <coughs> I nestled in, and like I've I can't remember. I was listening to music or watching the iPad or so. I was doing something. Then some moron from about <laughs> four seats away. He had his bag and he was like. We obviously, like, you can't see what I'm doing because it's not being filmed. But he was like, from about four seats back, he was like, kept pointing at his mate, you're in my seat, you got to get out. And then he made me doubt myself. I was like, fuck, maybe I am. <laughs> so I was, and I left my um, ticket, like, well, I threw it away. I was on the floor, so I scrambled around, found it. It's just 54K, and he, he argued with me for about 10 seconds, and I said, mate, even if I am in your seat, I'm not getting up. So fucking bad luck. Fine, go find a spare one. And then he finally looked, and he was in, and I was in the right. So but that doesn't happen when you're in three A. Eh? Let me tell you, <laughs> counting up to fifty four is tough. So that's that. That set me flight off. Did it take off straight away? Uh, I was about twenty five minutes delay. So I was, but like the, but when I'm usually flying up the front, I take off a lot early and everyone up the back. <laughs> so I actually don't know. So I'm, I'm in the air ten minutes before the bag. How long this plane was, and then. Um, I'll tell you what, then I had an unbelievable armrest battle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever have them on planes? <laughs> yeah, I usually get in early though. Yeah, like... Stake my territory. Mate, we had... I know I was so knackered before I played. I was, I, I was, we were pushing each other's elbow, you know, each other's elbows for a solid probably hour and a half. <laughs> tell you what, I, I finally... I was determined. I finally got the job won. But I'll tell you what... I'll give this person kudos. She was very, very tough for a 12-year-old. <laughs> i tell you what. She was fucking extremely... She was extremely tough. Oof. This little Thai girl, I'll tell you what. She has some strength. But I fucking finally nudged her elbow off and didn't, didn't move me elbow for the rest of the trip. So this, this, is what, this all legitimately happened to me. And then we're, we're taking off... Oh, we're, take, we're landing. So I had, I had the one meal early. It was all right. You know, it wasn't fucking... Python thigh or whatever, whatever <laughs> Sam got up the front. But I got um, so I got the first meal. That was all right. Then about they served dinner about now you know an hour and a half before um the flight lands, and I'm got my head in my iPad watching Netflix or whatever, and all there's a bit of commotion around me. I was like, "Fuck, what's going on here?" So I was K fifty four on the aisle on the other side of the aisle, not my aisle, but the next one. I think it was a kid, vomited everywhere. And, mate, this is no lie. Vomited everywhere. Oh, man, I was like, this is fucking disgraceful. Vomited everywhere. Didn't get me meal because there wasn't enough time by the time they cleaned up all the vomit and stuff. <laughs> That's not fair on you. Oh, you, you reckon? Yeah. Oh, I know it's not fair on me. Did you let them know? You were so that? unlucky. I was starving too. Fuck, I was hungry. I was eating four biscuits the whole f- for eight, eight, nine hours. So... That was filthy, and then so I got off, and then because I was in such a a panic, I was like, "No, economy must do some weird things to you." <laughs> I um, I was like, "Fuck!" I'll tr- I put my iP- iPods or what, my Apple iPods or whatever, AirPods, whatever you call AirPods. them. Yeah, iPods, and then um, I I lost them. I was like, "Fuck!" Where are they? I thought I dropped them, so I had to wait, search underneath my underneath my seat. In my little seat holder, like all my pockets, about ten times, and I finally found you know where they were. They were in my ears. 
<laughs> fucking legitimately. Fine, I was stressing for like five or ten minutes. I was like, I was like, I was like oh, how did they fall out of the container? <laughs> mate, the, legitimately, mate, you kind of got some weird things to you. And then, and then there's now two two sets of people who traveling should be thrown in jail. People who Sam stole me thunder. Yep. People who clap when planes <laughs> land. No, We're not going on a test flight. <laughs> well, it's, it's doing its job. Oh, well, you don't clap when you get out of an Uber. And you go, Thanks, mate. That's fantastic. Or you drive yourself here. Or a bloke serves you at it's dinner. Well, yeah. it's, it's the job. Yeah. Right. And, you know, what people who infuriate me, and it doesn't happen up the front, but like people who sit there and wait to get all their shit organised when everyone's leaving the. Yeah, be organised. Pl- get off. Like. People get up, grab your bag, fucking put all your shit in your bag and get ready. So, or at least, at worst, you get up, grab your bag out of the compartment and keep going. Mate, there was about 10 people in front of us that just fucked around and just potted around <laughs> and decided to put their shoes back. That's another thing about <laughs> etiquette on planes. Do you take your shoes off and that in front of around in economy? I'm not sure about that. But <laughs> people who don't get organised and take their, don't get their luggage sorted before everyone's moving off the plane also should be kicked off the face of this planet. And to add further to that, I also think when you get to the carousel to get your baggage, I think that and if you go within a metre of the carousel, you should also be asked to leave without your bags because you've yeah. offered your right to get your bags. You should everyone, only approach when you're ready. When you're ready. Yeah. Stand back so everyone can see the bags. Mm. As soon as the belt turns on, everyone's like, oh, I don't get in cloak. Quick, I won't get my bag. Yeah. Get out yeah. the way. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Yeah. So uh, just before we find out about your, uh, your actual on-field exports, we, 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 we can't thank a sponsor because we haven't got a sponsor. We've got sponsors. <laughs> we've got people who have gone to our Patreon page okay. and love the shit that we speak every week. Yes. And we thank you. Thank you. So you go to patreon.com forward slash Swanee and Friends <laughs> or even better, you just go to swanneeandfriends.com.au, buy some yep, shit some merch shit and merch. you get to annoy Dane. But in fairness, you signed so much last time that now – People are almost being disrespectful not buying our shit merch because oh, it's already sitting there and you don't have to do any more work. Thank fuck for that. <laughs> we should get some new things, Ralph. Like, like I know we've got coffee like, cups, but like perhaps some, some – No, just a, a more to our uh, range, like travel mugs or just other things for Dane to Keeper sign. cups? Yeah, keep cups. That'd yeah, be a good it's one. It's a keep cup. One that you keep, Dane. Well, ev- well, well some, what, you throw every glass away you use, do you? No, he's going to throw that paper cup away, isn't he? Well, the yeah. cups one you well, take. well, the mugs that I had to sign the up, reusable. why'd you use them once and throw them away? No, but they're not travel mugs. Well, why not a keep mug? <laughs> <laughs> but Samantha, we touched on this before the show, so we're going to need to say it here, because you didn't know that Swanee's not a coffee drinker. <laughs> I just offered uh, Dane if he would like me to make him a tea or coffee, and he said, no thanks, I don't drink warm drinks. And I said, why not? And your response was? Well, they're meant to be cold. <laughs> Oh, they are. Do you drink cold coffee, like an iced coffee? I don't drink coffee at all. Okay, what about like an iced tea? Nope. So what do you drink then apart from vodka? I drink water and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so only cold drinks. Has this been something that, uh, like as a kid, did you drink anything? You didn't have a hot chocolate? Listen, I'm old, listen, it, I've probably had 10 hot chocolates in my life, but it's only when, I don't know why I had them, but you know, <laughs> probably as a kid when I was allowed to stay up late and, you know, Mum and Dad were having a coffee. I could sneak hot chocolate and watch oh, an episode okay. of Stingers or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or something like that, you know. <coughs> With Peter Phelps. <laughs> Kate Kendall. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. drinks are meant to be cold. And, um, okay. Yeah. Even in winter? It's a nice cold well, glass of yeah, water. Yeah. Just 
water helps the food <laughs> go down. So, so, but isn't it going through your head right now, Samantha? Bit of hydrolite, maybe. I'm hungover. <laughs> chocolate, big, big M. I like chocolate milk when I'm hungover. That helps me. Is it going through your head at the moment? Like, what about if you need to do some networking for some work? Yeah. And you need to catch up with someone for a coffee? Yeah. What does Dane do? What do you do, Dane? Just have a, a water? I said, shoot us an email of what you want to talk about. <laughs> My catch up for coffee. Note to self: never ask Dane for a coffee. Good. Yeah. Oh, my. You probably go for a few, a few beers, I reckon. Yeah. It's a yes to beers. That's not networking, though, is it? You don't well, network over. Do you can do. do. No. Absolutely, you can. Come down the Albion. So, how does it work <laughs> oh out? Oh God, I was there on the weekend <laughs> oh, yeah. for far too. Report, please. <laughs> well, I went out for dinner with the girls about six thirty. Yep. Saturday night. <laughs> Saturday night, and I did a Dane and got home at about nine thirty this morning. <laughs> Well, we have her on the podcast, Ralph. <laughs> People ask. Absolutely. Now they know. <laughs> it's not a regular occurrence. I can um, confidently say that's probably happened maybe three times in my life. In the last month. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Actually, two of those three times have been in the yes. last month. But yeah, I was at the Albion till close, which is quite an experience when they turn the lights on. Yeah, it's fantastic. Do you have a traditional closing song? Because I have to go back to a year starting with one. Closing time. <laughs> but... Yeah, is that what they play? No, I don't know what they played. No. I was in no state to be able to. It's not a pub, I guess. It's a night. Well, I, fuck if I know. I can't understand a word they're singing by the time <laughs> That's what the saying. lights the, come on. The Phoebe brothers got us down to um, Devonport for a gig. Closing song was um, the theme from the Muppets. Dad and Tassie. I must. I, I'm not a big drinker, so if I go, I go hard. Yeah. So I don't do it very often at all. Thirty. Good girl. Yeah. Thanks. I had to work the next day, so I did have to go home and sleep. What time do you have to work? Not till um five thirty in the evening. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. That's so I had bad. lots of. I did have lots of yeah. sleep, which was quite good. Can I just quickly say, Please. Ralph, I'm quite proud of you. We discussed this before we started, but your uh, closeness to the microphone has been much improved today. Mm. Well, between you and our 10,000 listeners, amuse <laughs> me. So get the microphone near. He's doing can you better. reach it? Yes. So I can. So We've got him time. a booster seat this hey, week. He's sitting on a yellow pages. <laughs> 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 so four-time international. Talk us through the, the actual game work. What did you have to do over there? Um, did you give your um, leadership speech? I did give a leadership speech. Oh, good, good one. <laughs> so what was the theme there? <laughs> I don't know. I mumbled, I mumbled my way through it. Um, what was the theme? Oh. Funnily enough, I thought it was going to be like expats and stuff, so at least I can sort of spin this in a just a normal what I normally talk about. Got there, there was probably 25 people, and there was one Australian. Well, legitimately. <laughs> like They're all like Thai and, ex- and like English and South African, so none of them had any idea who I was. And I was going to talk about like motivation and, and leadership. It was tough. It was a tough hour. But <laughs> was I, Ricky Olorenshaw the Australian? No, no, no. It no. was... A, a, was Allianz or something, Whether right? They, yeah, I think they're insurance. Oh, he's in the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I got me away. I think he said it was alright, but he would have been. He wouldn't would have told me it was shit anyway. So, <laughs> and then I had a function on the Thursday on the the night that night where I was my normal self, and that went a lot better. That, that, they paid for Dane's one, and they got Dane's one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, they did. They did indeed. <laughs> did you double it as a promotional tour for our fabulous podcast? Did you tell a few people? Yeah, no, a few people said they like it. Yep. Oh, also, I dropped it. Plenty of times. I'm not sure that the tie really are going to be annoyed. I'm not sure. 
have an avenue to what, listen to a podcast <laughs> after them. But I'm sure they do. <laughs> we're, we're, we've been global this week, though. We've had we? sold shit merch in New Zealand and England. We are all over Canada. the place. I was in Newbra the other day, which is Newbra. pretty much international. That's near Maui, Gippsland, Victoria. It's Australia. in the beautiful uh, region of Gippsland, Victoria. And they there's quite a few people that came up to me, actually, and were enjoying the podcast. So you're doing yeah. a gig with the Storm Boys, were you? A couple of... Was yeah, they were my guests this yeah. time, correct. Um, Cam Munster and Josh Adokar. Really good uh, evening of lols, actually. They did really well. Uh, Josh Adokar was a bit nervous. He hasn't done many speaking things before, but they did really well. They were great. Largest men? Largest men? Yeah. Are they largest men? Being league players? Oh, yes. Well, yes. Um, the Fox is a winger, so he's quite fast. He's right. tall and thin. Uh, thin for a rugby player. Cam's a little bit more stocky, yeah. There we go. Now, so the game game experience, Swanee, what do we have to do? Um, well, I can only play... I can only play in Dead Rubbers. Why are you laughing at? <laughs> what? I'm, I'm amused by this. Um, so I got there and I played... I got off the bus at like 11.35. I had to play at 11.40. <laughs> so I literally ran off the bus, walked in, grabbed the shorts and a jumper, put my boots on and... Run out for the for the um, Indonesian volcano twos, and I I had to. I had <laughs> you to only made the twos after flying. Yeah, the yeah. Can I can I get a start in the twos? Didn't get a, one, a run in the ones. No, well, I, I didn't. They're dead rubber at the last day of the game. Last day of the game. Last game of the day. Um, so I played. They play two 12 minute halves. I think is what they do. And they play like four. They play everyone in each division. Then the two best sides play in the final. Right, and I don't think Volcanoes won one. Well, they won one game, so I was a ring in, and then because I, I played a half for China and a half for Indonesia, um, I didn't go great. <laughs> How many touches did you get? Um, I, I a couple of BBTUs. <laughs> what BBTUs? What is a BBTU? Ball back to umpire. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got. That's what I was good at. So hand it back to him. Um, Still counts as a stat. Yeah. Take that. No, I had a I had a couple of kicks. Um, the Indonesian volcanoes weren't very good, so I hit oh, one blo- <laughs> hit one bloke lace out, and he turned around and missed it. And then I played for China in the second half, and I got a bit more of it. Got a bit more of it going then. So I saw the photo with Ricky Olerenshaw. <coughs> so I got in touch with Rick, who I know from no, back in the day. And uh, no, not the bad. He said you were fantastic, but he said at half time. No, during the first half, were, were you winning? It was. Were you first we, we, for the that game? Uh, oh, no, we're getting our ass kicked for right. the Volcanoes in Indonesia. He's gone to the Chinese coach and said, oh, yeah. you know, do you want him to play? And he goes, oh, is he any good? <laughs> so yeah. He obviously weren't dominating no, at no, no. <laughs> He'd never heard of you. My legs must have grown about four inches, I reckon. Five inches. Because my arms don't seem to touch the ground anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Can't bend over and pick the footy up. <laughs> so my legs must have grown. Um, all my arms have shrunk. Where am I? My, my arms look like a T-Rex maybe, but... <laughs> Um, so we did that And then I had to I didn't think I'd be able to play Then I had to wait like four hours And then Obviously I, I was there with Indonesia Predominantly So I wanted them to win And win the thing Would have been a good way to celebrate But They got beat by like a point You know Bad kicking It was bad football So they missed a lot of shots on goal So they got beat by point By Hong Kong in the first game Then they Got beat by eventual winners PNG Alright they're Mate PNG are pretty electric side because um, they've got some talent They all come from a league background Their agility and their mm. ball and their speed of them is incredible um, They got beat by them by a, a kick or two So the, the last game was a dead rubber So I got to play for Indonesia and the Philippines um, In the last game So I played 20 minutes 
you know, at 12 o'clock. And then I, my last game wasn't until 4 o'clock. And I was fair to say I'd seized up. <laughs> Oof, how do I what? And then I um, – so I played the first half for Indonesia and the Philippines hadn't kicked a goal all game – all four games. So that was shit. <laughs> um, so I uh, – so – so we got well, they were that shit. <laughs> so they got um, near. So Indonesia flogged them. So we keep probably five or six goals in the first half. Then I went to the Philippines, and I won their goal kicking. <laughs> now Ricky Larencio said that means you are now the Philippines Coleman medalist. Yeah, absolutely. Let's come and go with that. Yeah, I bang, I bang run from about sixty. So <laughs> it wasn't a bad goal actually. I surprised myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Yeah, so that, that was my day. Um, my back was stiff. Like, I was in some pain. My, I played 40 minutes of oh, – the, the, A, the A division's, like, not bad. Yep. You know, but the first game I played is not great. Um, <laughs> but I played 40 <laughs> minutes of, like – and I wasn't going flat out. I was just sort of pottering around. Jeez, <laughs> my hips and my groins, my back. I'm getting old, Ralph. Do, getting old do, they, do they appreciate that you're making a comeback from a life-threatening foot injury? Oh, well, well, they were. They were. I could have died out there, Ralph. I'd do anything to grow the game internationally. Yeah. I'm actually waiting for Gilge. Yeah, I was going to say, has Gil approached you? Well, yet? I'm waiting Nothing's for it. Nothing's for nothing, Dane. Exactly. I'm waiting for it. All I've done is grow the game internationally. Just make headlines across the world. Tel Aviv Dragons, New York Magpies, the Philippine... Fuck, fuck knows what they were called. The um, Philippine fuck knows. <laughs> yeah, Indonesian dragons and the Chinese. Volcanoes. And the, yeah, volcanoes, yeah, and the Chinese dumplings or something. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. And the geckos so, as well. Don't forget the geckos. Because no, the barley gecko is the Batum something and the Jakarta whatever. Um, they all play together. This as a could be why you haven't yet received an ambassador. Yeah, role. they play together as a country when they when they go okay, on things. So as the, the Indonesian, like the West Indies. Yeah, you just amalgamate. Yeah. So there's a game in November, November 16th, just outside Singapore. So I might get myself up for that. Get a promotion there. Well, work. someone's got to do it. I heard no. I missed the cracking legends AFL, game. Yeah, AJ, AJ Witten's legends <laughs> wow, game though. Some good wow. Moments. wow! I got asked to play in that. You, you would have kicked goals there. What right? I would have kicked goals there. Everyone <laughs> kicked goals there. Byron Cook didn't kick goals. <laughs> <laughs> so they How do they play it on an Amy Park field, though? I didn't know they played at Amy Park. Yeah. 275 points each. What do you, how do you think it went? Not bad. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, which was more than the people that went. So anyway, it didn't quite work out. Um, but uh, so I touched on it before. The people, the people have asked already. The people have asked. Um, Pendles, did you touch? Uh, and we read out what I almost read out. Properly, because I couldn't read it out properly. But uh, your mate Pendles three hundred this week. Yep. Wouldn't mind comparing, comparing the start of your career with the end of your career. I don't know. Well, you're both Collingwood greats now, but you, you've previously said you sort of eased your way into greatness. Yeah. Well, I never said he's my way into greatness. I said he's my way into football. So he was pick five. Yeah. You. Fifty-eight. Fuck, <laughs> what's that funny for? <laughs> You should be laughing at all the other stupid clubs that didn't pick me up. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> an idiots. Uh, he he had a background at uh, at the um, Catholic College in Sale, and went and played at Gippsland Power. What was how did you start? I off? had a background in crime. <laughs> 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 he um, 
he had a slow start to his footy career due to glandular fever. You? I had a slow start in my footy career due to being shit. <laughs> and uh, other priorities? Like yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I had a pretty fucking fast start in my <laughs> nightclub life. To, to, to <laughs> Scott Pendlebury. Uh Joined a select group of footballers to kick a goal with their first kick. <coughs> you? My first kick. Your start in football. Oh, um, well, I played down at Geelong's um, ground where they where they take their dogs and shit on the ground. That's where <laughs> I played my first game at about 9am in the morning and I started on the bench. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. The expectations are a little bit different. My actually first first kick I actually in AFL kicked it to Bucks. Because he was the only, he, he said he, I wouldn't play again if you don't kick it to him. <laughs> <laughs> and his uh, first full year, he ran second than Rising Star. You? My first full year, what, of playing or my first full year at Collingwood? First full year of Collingwood. Got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly got sacked. <laughs> and finally, uh, in his third year, he was voted into the leadership group. In his third year? Yeah. My third year, uh, um, fuck, what was I doing? Well, that I, was your first was, year for Collingwood, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, my, fir- my third year I played th- 13 games and did fuck all. That's <laughs> what I did. Got as many touches. <laughs> yeah, did absolutely nothing, yeah. Why is that on your Wikipedia page? Played 13 games and did fuck all. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, I don't even know. How do you... Who, who does Wikipedia? He must be a busy man. It's crowdsourced. What? Yeah, it's crowdsourced. It's kind of like Urban Dictionary, yeah. but slightly more accurate. I thought it was one guy. I was like, fuck, he's busy. Now, now, just one more before we introduce our special guest. Uh, how's your back? Oh, it's a bit, it's a bit, so, it's a bit sore. So, talk us through it. New, new. Have you got room? No, well, I'm just polishing off my um my back's on its way to being finished. So, being um coming back from Thailand with a very sore back and then sitting another eight and a half hours in in a in economy up the back and then I got home late <laughs> um Monday night and then then. Three and a half hours on me back Tuesday, yesterday. Um, yeah, so my back's a bit stiff, man. But I got tweeted out the the after tattoo shower is one of the <laughs> most unpleasant things a man can, or a woman can do. It's not great. It's awful, isn't no, it? It stings Makes like fuck. It's not sick. good and uncomfortable sleep last night because I couldn't really sleep on my back. I don't know why I get tattooed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've run out of room now, Dave. Yeah, so you're done. Moron. Is there any real estate left? Uh, no, it's my armpits. <laughs> me and my, and my face and neck. And how's your mum about that? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm not allowed. I'll get my, get my armpits done. That's going to hurt. What on earth would you want in your armpits? Uh, oh, I don't know. 
Maybe a leg and a leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe just, I'll imagine just a couple of faces. I guess that'll probably do. Um, yeah, but. Ralph on one, me on the other. There you yeah, go. Absolutely. Sonny well, and friends. Well, he's got Sam Newman on his back. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. Um, hey, uh, real estate's available to buy on me, mate. Just, <laughs> just offer nothing. me a price. <laughs> exactly right, aren't you? Now, uh, Samantha, we yes. only have guests called Sam on our show. Correct. I say, so Samantha's I th- everywhere. Can you, can you introduce our, our I, special I brought guest? A, uh, another Sam in today. Yeah. Um, off field, she's my best friend of... 12-odd years? Yeah, I think even a bit, a bit longer than that. Yeah, I, uh, that's why I'm known as Samantha, because she's known as Sam. Correct. So we're Sam and Sam, and strangely enough, people used to ask us when we are out if we were sisters, despite the fact we were both called Sam. I don't know which parent would name their children the same name. <laughs> no. um, but allow me to introduce my best friend and uh, current season of Survivor. Yeah, season Sam- four. Yeah, Samantha Shores, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, Thank Sam. you for welcome. having me, Thanks guys. We can't afford a sound in. effect, so we have to clap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so Dane, you, you, you and Sam have something very much in common. Um, yes. Yes. Reality TV legends. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how long did you spend out there? Look, I spent 16 days <sighs> out, 47. out there. Did you really? Yep. Yeah, and I, my celebrity <laughs> jungle would have been a lot tougher than Survivor, you let think? me tell you. Yeah, Survivor I think is a lot more raw, a, a lot more real. You get nothing. You reckon? Yeah. I had to deal with some fuckwits. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both actually, so... <laughs> Well, well, hang on. So I've, I did a bit of research, and what you, sure. you you lost eight kilos doing Survivor. Yes, yeah, so I. How many? Hang on, hang on. Just parked well, that for I'm, a second. I'm twice the size of her, so. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you about the juggle. I'll tell you how many did you lose when you went to Vegas. I went to Vegas <laughs> five. Yeah. I was going to say I, I was going to say I actually play Survivor every year <laughs> when I go on footy trips. That's, that's Survivor. That's as tough as anything you'll ever do. How Sorry, was it? Go on, talk us through it. No, so six. 16 days, um, a pure diet of rice and beans. We were really yeah, shit so at the good. at the uh, reward challenges. So I got no other food but rice and beans for 16 days. So I was losing weight so rapidly that when I got kicked out or voted out, I got blindsided epically. The medics were actually worried because I was uh, losing half a kilo a day. So how about how about his rice and beans? I couldn't even stomach it initially. Um, right. I was eating, like, I literally had a, a clamshell of rice and I couldn't eat it. And it was actually Sean Hampson that was that said, Sam, you've got to start eating it because we need you in challenges. So you just got to sit there and, and fucking do it. Have you it. eaten rice and beans since you've been out? Do you know what? I didn't like white rice going in and yeah. now I quite like it coming yeah. out, bizarrely. It's <laughs> like Stockholm Syndrome or something. Yeah, yeah. literally. And it, w- when I got booted out, all I could think about was food. Like, I would have nightmares about food. Like, I would wake up and just want to eat. So, I think <laughs> that's the, the good thing about Survivors, you didn't have to eat. So, we got sort of, obviously, Survivors is a lot harder than in Celebrity Jungle. We, but we got to eat, we had to eat some fucking ordinary stuff. Like, we had to eat, I had a tarantula, I ate offal, <laughs> um, I had, um, like, I ate, ate a lot of bugs and insects and stuff like that. I ate Oshie's anus. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> What? Did you say Osher's anus? Yeah, no. Ostrich anus. <laughs> so it's also Ostrich. It's, Good, thank you. But it's not the worst anus I've ever eaten. Oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> what? what are you laughing at? I think uh, he's had some chats with Flume of late. Yeah, yeah I was, like, was going to let in a Flume. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Wow. That was the top Google search in the last two days. Well, 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 it was Sam's top search. 
Because no. you know the, the Google searches are your own. No, your own sort no, of no. Curating. It's like trending oh, searches. Is it? I'm yeah, going to Now, Sam, the survivor, Sam, no one yes. listens to this show. So, do you want to tell us who wins? Uh, look, I have signed an NDA and I will not be disclosing that. Wait, uh, I've signed NDAs, peeps. <laughs> 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 no, fucking please. No, but do you look, know who wins? Yeah, um, I, I have to say no, I don't know, but I think I have a good inclination of who Why'd may you wink at me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, come on. No, I reckon it will be who you absolutely least expected. And day one, I would never have looked at this person and thought that they were going to take it out. Even, you know, the people that we have there now, I didn't think that they were going to be left in the game. Do so. you get flown back? Is it, where's the final finale? Isn't that, don't they do a live finale? Yep, yep, they do a live finale in Sydney. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> When's that? Uh, in a few weeks' time, yep. And, and and who who did you change your opinion of personality-wise that you had an opinion of that you hadn't met and then once you... Um, probably Sean Hampson. So that's yep. like Megan Gale's partner. Um, I was the only one that realised who it was. Um, and I was a little bit like, why the hell is he on our side as a contender? He's a champion in his own right, I thought. Um, he is the nicest human, like the most attractive, like amazingly works hard, bloody just was grinding all day. Um, well, and I thought he was going to. I thought <laughs> no, he was going to be a bit of a wanker, but he, but he just wasn't. He was so lovely. So I don't, I don't know. This is through my media background, but I always had the impression. I don't think it's any coincidence that you and Croft and you know, he's saying Sean Hampson do very well in those challenges because even though they're various big names and well known, yeah, because they've been in team environments, yeah, you know how to deal with with people. Whereas the the actors tend to be a bit more. Yeah, uh, individual. Yeah, no, he was he was fantastic. I mean, not at everything, but definitely in those group challenges, he got us over the line in a few of them. So, I think it's yeah, because, and I also think it's because they work decent in a team environment because you play with forty five blokes and you don't like everyone. Yep. Like you, you're amicable with everyone, but you learn how to deal with different personalities. Where a lot of the individual artists all have yes men around them. Yeah. It's all yeah. it's all geared to what they want to do. So when they come into you know environments where you have to work as a guy, they're like, well, I'm not fucking going to pick wood. Well, I've people, you go do it. And then that's when all the blues start. Right. So, but it's, yeah, Survivor's. Yeah, Survivor's a little, a little bit different. You don't really want to piss people off out there. Yeah, You've exactly. got to try and play this nice game to everyone because that paranoia kicks in like anything. What that's, game did you go for? I went in just trying to play a bit of a social game. But when I got in there, I realised that I actually didn't like many people. <laughs> so I just had to sit somewhere in the middle, um, which was lucky I wasn't the strongest, but I also wasn't the weakest. So I thought, yeah. cool, if I can kind of stay in that middle pack and play both sides. Um, made it through tribe swap. So I swapped beach and went to the champion beach. Um, I was sweet. Like I had the numbers. More contenders went to the champion beach. And it was at that very point that I got way too comfortable and it got bloody blindsided that night. Um, talk to us about day four. I've spoken to you about this. So obviously it was a – this is something that's been on Sam's bucket list and if there's one thing I really admire about her, she puts something in front of her and she would do it. And Survivor's been something that's always been on your list. So you, you kind of went in going, I'm just going to go for the experience. doesn't matter about the, the money or the fame or whatever the outcome is. And the experience wasn't exactly what you were kind of expecting no, by day four. No, absolutely not. So I actually did the first season of The Amazing Race as well. So I came second in that one. So I thought, sweet, did that. What was your team name? Um, Renee Warhop. No, your team name. Oh, team name in uh, Amazing, Amazing Race. Race yeah. Oh, we were the models. Is that what you're trying to bring <laughs> up? Yeah, what would you call it? The team bikini model. The, yeah, that we did not. That we thought we were going to be friends, right. and oh, they shit. like they created that was Channel 7's work. Okay. That was definitely not. But um, yeah. So going into Survivor, like I think everybody watches it and they go, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, those challenges look epic. Like cool. Now now you're at a tribal talking to bloody JP. How awesome. Were you like that with the ostrich eaters? I loved it. 
<laughs> uh, the only one was when the crocodiles bit me, bit me toes off. That was a bit scary. <laughs> sorry. No, so, um, yeah, I think it was day four. You think Fiji is going to be some bloody beautiful tropical island. It was anything but. It was so windy. It was freezing. It was raining. You have next to no clothes, no shelter. You're sleeping on bamboo. I literally went out into the jungle by myself and absolutely contemplated walking out of there. I was just – I just couldn't do it. So the right. struggle is – it's just – it tests everything within yourself. It's challenging it in every single way. You can't get warm. You can't go and eat. You don't trust the people around you. There's no one to go and have like a debrief with and because everybody's there for half a million bucks. Do you get paid well or is it – For that for that show? Do you show? get paid to go on there? Or yeah, I think it's just normal like reality television. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Nothing massive. <laughs> just thinking well, – No, well, I was going to – well. Yeah, Are you going to give it a go, Tane? No, well, unless they pay me what they pay me to go on Celebrity Jungle. <laughs> so, uh, it, it, it then I wouldn't have to win the prize money. It tested Sam. Yeah. How? What about the test of like I don't know? Let's say doing a celebrity dancing type show. Oh man, there's not enough money in the world. <laughs> Are you sure? Well, well, there is. Well, there is. Obviously, like <laughs> to me to th- to th- what to do celeb- dancing with the stars, what yep. it's called. Um, What's I, your prize? Ha- it have to be how many figures is a million? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Seven, they'd have to be a million. They have to be a lot of zeros at the end of it, and that's after tax and after me managing, mate. So one million. I've done a lot of fucking. There's a lot of fucking stupid things to me out there, and me dancing is like properly like that. Oh, mate. I'm not, I honestly don't think. I honestly don't think I could do it. I'd rather do Survivor. But I think the people would like to see it. Probably, so. That's exactly why I don't want to do it, <laughs> mate. I, mate, I can embarrass myself for the best of times. Me doing the cha cha. <laughs> you can stick that right up your ass. It's not a fucking open now. Nah, not for me. Sam, I, I managed a jockey once. Okay. And even by jockey standards. Do you manage he, yourself? Well, I, I felt a bit sort of tall. <laughs> yeah. I was, thought you fun. said I managed to jockey, as in like you jumped on a horse, and I thought this was him having a go at himself for me. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I really managed a jockey. Uh, but he was a he was a heavyweight jockey. So his, his natural weight was about 65 kilos. He'd normally ride at 58. And then on Saturdays he would ride at 54 or 53 kilos. Oh. So it was ridiculous what he put himself through. And I always – I could tell when he was putting himself through it because mentally he was not thinking straight. Yeah, and it drains now, now, you. When you go through all that, what what did you have? Can you relate to that? Hearing that, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You you literally cannot remember what you did the day before. So when you're going away to do those pieces to camera, you can't even remember the conversations that you had. That the you know the producers are trying to put. You think they're trying to put words in your mouth. So yeah, you're just a shadow of the person you were going in. Like I, I was saying to the producers, I'm generally a really intelligent person. I can't even think because <laughs> I was famished. And, uh, and and I've realised that on Googling you that we had something in common because <laughs> you you in swimwear created a big, big reaction. Yeah, I think people were more interested that I wore a bikini in a challenge than bloody me What's being on it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. reaction that you got when I wore swimwear. Yeah, look, uh, <laughs> that's just the media for you, I think. They just sensationalise, you know, because I have a particular oh, type lo- of body we shape. We love the media here, don't we? We, we love, love the media. We'll get to oh, that. Well, speaking of... Bikini is a nice segue. Yes. <laughs> is this where you're going? Yeah, go on. Mate, now, Jeff Horn had a fight on a weekend. Uh, yes. Yeah, you were across this. I'm excited to talk no, about that's this. A, you were, were you wear a bikini model? Is that uh, yeah, were, I guess, okay? yeah, I guess we can say that, yeah. Well, now, would you, Jeff Horn and Michael, was it Michael Zarafa? He yep. won, he got knocked him out. Um, ring girls got replaced with men on the, at, as, at the boxing. Now, come on. 
Come on. They, it's ludicrous, isn't it? The men yeah, were called I, I, fight progress managers. <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite clever, if I'm honest. Mate, like you, you're taking away employment from from three women who want to do it. Like yeah. if they, They're not being forced to be up there. Yeah, I understand. This is just another segment in the world is from Australia's fucked segment. Um, <laughs> like, I if they're doing, if they're parading up and down a school zone, yes, like the lollipop lady. The, tell you what, the the dads would be up picking their kids up from fucking work every day. Like, oh, don't worry about it, love. I'll pick, I'll pick little Susie up from school today. There'll be, be lines up everywhere. But, um, oh yeah, you know, if you're doing it there, well, f- oh, you can probably argue, but. Doing it at a boxing match where the girls are choose to do it because they get a good earn and it helps. They, I read an article, but I can't be bothered pulling it up. They said like <laughs> it um well, it, they, hel- it helps like them pay for their study and stuff like that. Like, they, why don't yeah, we ask they, people they who have been well, there? Yeah. Well, Ralph, that's where I was going. Oh, it's well, a segue. You, well, you're the host. You ask then. If so your job. what's what he said? So they they claimed <laughs> that they're ex- it's exploiting women. Now, ex- to exploit means to make full use and derive benefit from these women. Are being paid for their job, yep, and they're applying for the job. If they were being uh, like exploited, it would mean that they're a not getting paid and they're getting used against their will. They are choosing to be up there and they're being paid for their time. And often, a lot of them, like both of us, have done it before. Yeah, I was a, a, a ring, ring girl for Danny Green. Um, I've done many a ring girl job. Exactly. You actually want to be up there? It's paid exploited. well. Never, never, never. No, it's a, uh, it's. It's exciting because for me, I used to do it because I like boxing and fight nights. You get a free ticket (laughs) and you get a ringside seat. Absolutely. You get a couple of whistles here and there. Kind of good for the ego maybe. If anything, I'm exploiting them because I'm getting free seats. I'll tell you what, if the UFC come out this Sunday and there's five progress managers up there, (laughs) I'll tell you what, mate. Well, apparently there was so much uproar that they ended up bringing the girls back. Yeah, they bring them back after the third round, which is fair enough. But like, once again, people listening to the minority, like, Apparently two... If you don't want to see ring girls, exactly. don't go to two, the fight. Two, council, two Bendigo councillors, council, council members or something. Councillors is probably a bit different word. But, <laughs> um, two, two Bendigo council members have kicked up a stink like, please. Don't give, go. Give me a spell. That's You know what the wizard said to the wand? Give me a spell. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely kidding. Well, what yeah, a disgrace. It, it's disgraceful. It is. And good earn, Sam. It's, yeah, it's not a bad yeah. earn. It's better than fucking sitting there doing nothing, isn't it? It is. They yeah. earn a good, they good coin. And a lot of them, this is the thing, right? Think about what you do when you're um, at uni. Like I used to do promo. So you stand in Coles and hand out chocolates when they're doing it, whatever. That doesn't pay very well. That's like $30 an hour. So why not put on – like it's not always bikinis, to be fair. It's often like branded costume. It's like wearing a dance costume. Or gym wear or, or, or something. Or gym wear, which you wear less at the beach and you let wear less at the gym. You're getting paid a good sum of money and a lot of them are studying. A lot of them are at uni or, you know, I think it's a Even great at the so darts, so the dart masters have girls walk the players up onto the stage and I've done that many a year <laughs> and now that is a good wicket. It's meant to be pretty, it's meant to be pretty fun, yeah, the darts. Isn't the it? darts is hell fun. <laughs> I know, yeah. Not these darts, Dane. Yeah, no, I've got many vices but cigarettes ain't one of them. It's coffee, so. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, how did me joke go last week? <laughs> Joke got a bit of reaction. Have you, have you got one well, up I've, your sleeve? I've got heaps, but I just don't know how far you want me to – what well, kind of joke do you want me to roll with? Like, well, a, Do you want me to pull it back or do you want me to go a bit further or do you want me to stay at the same level? It's called Swanee and Friends now because only one <coughs> person can really get in trouble okay. when it's all said and yeah. done. Make yeah. me a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm just waiting for Jason Smith to write another article on a saying what kind of man I am. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads us to about different ways of getting it earned. Yes, go ahead. Sydney Morning Herald. Uh, oh, September 1. 
A growing number of eastern suburb mothers are signing up to work as sex workers, often without their husband's <laughs> knowledge, to pay for extras like Botox, private school fees and designer clothes. 46-year-old eastern suburb's mother of... Each their own. 16-year-old girl and an 18-month-old boy. There's a good time between the drinks. Said the growing number of websites offering transitional sex offered uh, ways to meet men which were safer than Tinder. So the only issue that I have with this is that you mentioned they don't let their... Um, Husbands know. Yeah. So that's cheating. And if that's a marriage, you're effectively not honouring your marriage by yep. going behind your husband's back. Um, if your husband is okay with it and you are earning an honest living, do what you want to do. As long as you're not hurting anybody, that's fine. But I think by going behind your husband's back, you're potentially hurting them and then possibly ruining your family structure and your family life, which will then for affect your kids as well. I think that's a bit off. But if they're open and honest about it, I think there's nothing wrong exactly. with it. Exactly. Well, you're, she's going behind her husband's back and then someone's going behind her back. Well, the world turns back. that way. But, the, the, the but one, I'm, no, I'm out of practice. But this quote here, most of us are extremely careful not to have our di- identities revealed, but many women – hang on. Isn't – wouldn't that reveal your identity in a certain way doing that? By turning up there, yeah. No, no, no by actually doing it. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so, but there's some of them go under like a, a stage name, so to speak. I was going to say the easiest option was for them to be a ring girl, but they're fucked now, so <laughs> you can't be. So, unfortunately, they can't do it, which is a shame. <laughs> what have you found from our Insta, uh, Sam? Oh, I was going with articles. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. We're what talking about um, um, ladies. I sent this through this morning. Georgia woman accused – oh, no, not that one. The one about the mother. Here we go. Mother of the year. You did father of the year not long ago. Which yeah. is a similar story. Woman claims to be her own daughter to try to evade arrest by police. Did you see the photo of it? Yeah, look. <laughs> we have to put that up on, yeah. on our Instagram, Ralph. Yes. A Utah woman may have ruined her chances at being named Mother of the Year after she allegedly pretended to be her daughter in an attempt to avoid being arrested. Police in Davis County pulled over Heather Garcia, 38. She looks a lot older than that. Uh, on Saturday night, after noticing her car did not have a licence plate, an officer searched the vehicle, found drug paraphernalia and a white powdery substance, according to a local station. So she's gone and thrown her daughter under the bus for, for not only having an unregistered car, but for drug use. They up some pretty hefty crimes. Uh, let me tell you, uh, once this photo gets put up on the thing, if this daughter looks anything like her mother... <laughs> she might as well end it now. She might as well call it quits now. Her life's going nowhere. <laughs> From Biz Falcon, just started your book. My book, your book, yeah. And got through it's two. A bit late cha- to the party, buddy. Got through two chapters so far. Take your time. It's good that you and your dad have a good relationship. Question for the podcast: What has made you lift in finals consistently when other players couldn't? You guys are doing a great job with the podcast. Um, well, thanks for bringing the show down by asking me a serious question. Um, <laughs> I don't, mate, I don't know. I just played footy. I don't really think about it. Just running out. They're still the same. Just running out and chase the ball. That's all I ever tried to do. Did you see the Collingwood doco? No, I didn't. It's very good. Yeah? It's very good. Should okay. go watch my doco. They did it on me. When? <laughs> my last year. Did they? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Um, right. It's called Swan Song or something. But no, I did. I recorded it because um, I was watching Survivor. I was getting some info on the show for our guests on the show. So I, was, I watched Survivor and I went mm. out for dinner. Nice. And I watched I watched the Righteous Gemstones. You've been watching that? It's pretty funny. No, what's that on Netflix? Showcase, like with Danny McBride and um, the and some other kid who Adam Devine is that his name? Unsure. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I have to catch that. Treat uh, from Leanne, uh, Swanee actually going to be on this week? Did he survive the back end of the plane or did he die a slow, painful death? And his mates had him cloned in Thailand. Serious life-altering questions that need addressing. So I'm we're here. Sort of I'm that. here. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> 
from San Bracito. The great James Hurd is on some podcast about soccer, but Ralphie can't get him onto a podcast. Come on, Ralph, lift. Uh, have well, Ralph and Croft talked to you since the shit blew up? Since we did the show? No, since, yeah, we've, since shit at the fan? No. From Dave Lloyd. I've written an open letter to... Uh, I've written Brad Pitt an open letter regarding his treatment of Jennifer Anderson. I'd like to get him on too. Can you help? I'm ready to pen a couple open letters, let me tell you. Yeah, I've got a couple in the book. Um, You're impressed by the way uh, the, the, the Bartels have been treated, aren't you? Uh, well, I don't really want to... Oh, yeah, I don't want to talk about it because I just don't keep bringing it up. But, yeah, it's a fucking disgrace. I understand people have to write about it because that's their job, but one article is fine. You don't have to do it 10 days in a row. No one gives a shit anymore, so move on. From Leo, will Swanee talk about Pendlebury's upcoming 300th game? No, he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I want to do, though, yep. is bring back a segment, and I don't know what if we've got time for it now, but um, Sam and Sam, uh, one of our old... Um, Companions who shall remain nameless for fear of <laughs> getting him in trouble again. We had a we had a um, we had a segment, or he had a segment yep. that was um, was called Mix List and G Changes. So Mix List was. Um, have you got any uh, examples of what we had? Mix List. Well, well, it was based around Mick Moldhouse who said once you're on his list, unless you like saved his grandchildren or something from a raging fire or something, mm. you're just on his list for life. So once you've stuffed up, you're gone. That's it. Texter, off the Christmas card list is yeah. what I like to say. Yeah. Yep. And then we had G Train's list who was Fraser Garrick. Yeah, Fraser Garrick, who was you know, a great guy, man of the people and um just for just for shit that people did well in yep. life. Um so I'm gonna bring it back. What? <laughs> um I'm gonna bring it back. So I've got a we've got seagulls. I'm putting seagulls on mixed list. Okay. <laughs> because Well, for a couple of reasons. Um a seagull Rips off a man's testicle as he sunbathes naked. <laughs> Two things. Why were they out? Well, that's why. That's why I know. Seagull's going on. On we're calling G Train's list Camo's list from now on, yep. or anonymous list. <laughs> <laughs> we're not allowed. We're not allowed to say Camo's name any. Oh fuck! Said it again. <laughs> we're, 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 not, we're not allowed to say that name anymore. So we're going to call it on the anonymous list. So the seagull is going on the anonymous list. Yep. For doing the right thing, and this nude sunbather. He's going on mixed list because no one wants to see a man somebody think naked. No. That's fucking not good for anyone. No. no. So his testy deserves to be ripped off. <laughs> and then we've got another animal <laughs> on the on uh, come oh fuck said it again. On anonymous list. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Flirty the mini horse. <laughs> we've got Flirty the mini horse. Um that's a true story. This is a true story. There's a photo of him here, of her here. So you know how there's service dog, there's like serv- you know su- emotional support dogs and that who can travel on flights. Yep. So there's been like a support kangaroo, there's been an emotional support duck that's been allowed on a plane, obviously dogs, and now there's an emotional ho- ho- mini horse who carries on and floats around. Well, you can see the photo here. Um, Our listeners can't. Well, well, you can put it up on the thing. Um, <laughs> Flirty the mini horse has been copping some grief because. Um, he's allowed, she's allowed to sit like in an aisle and she takes up the whole aisle so no one else is allowed to sit in that aisle right but why I think um, Flirty is being on the anonymous list because Flirty's bit back <laughs> Flirty's made herself a Twitter account and started and started going back at people so Flirty the mini service was like um, if you actually read I'm not an emotional support horse she's a service horse so go educate yourself on the difference between the two so Flirty's biting back then Another tweet from Flirty. Normal people in 
what are those things are called? Inverted commas. Inverted commas. Your ableism is showing. Airplanes aren't just for the able. The limit is very clear. Service dogs, cats, and mini horses. That's it. The DOT ruled very, very clearly on this. <laughs> I like Flirting. It up for itself. Wang, who doesn't? Yeah, I'm Mr. Red's kid. Um, <laughs> well, then you'd have the choice to take it. Well, someone wrote, I'm sorry, there's no way I'd want to share an aircraft with a horse. That's just ridiculous. That's coming from someone. And then flirty bites back again. <laughs> well, you, then you'd have the choice to take in another flight in the extremely low chance you ended up on the same flight. The ACAA says that disabled have the right to fly with their service dog, cat or mini horse. <laughs> <laughs> so for flirty, for flirty. biting back, not taking shit from random people on Twitter, you're on the anonymous list as well. I've got, a, I've got an article and I'm going to touch on it, Dane, and then I think you can tell us whether you think this Georgian woman should end up on the anonymous list or on mixed list, okay? Okay. Georgian woman accused of borrowing badge gun to get free snacks. So basically, a um, police officer has been giving her badge and her gun to her friends so they can go into the local 7-Eleven and get free snacks by impersonating a police officer. I fuck with that. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I think she should be on anonymous. I think she should be on the anonymous list. Um, uh, and then to help out your friends You think that's fair? Absolutely, what do you think Sam? No, I think it's good I, I, <laughs> Sam and I were talking about this early this morning on our walk And don't cops get free McDonald's for like going to McDonald's? Like yes. isn't that kind of like the same thing? Donuts or something they meant to get? Do they get free? We were wondering They patrol McDonald's and get free Maccas Is that like the same kind I was, of Why don't I get free Maccas? What do I have to do? Well you've asked for a job there a few times I know, and I still haven't heard back From I'm a uh, man of the people did, did Joseph Malone make either a list this morning? Well, I've only just started, and I've well, talked about a seagull, a mini horse, and a fake policeman. So, <laughs> where do you reckon Joseph Malone's popped up there? Well, we're running short of time, but I'll just give the headline: priest allegedly stole money, church money for personal travel and grinder dates. I said this one last week. Yeah, he did. did where he? were you? Forget oh, <laughs> me. He wanted to do some love match. Some exactly. I wanted to, to match him <laughs> with the porn star priest. <laughs> right from Brad Cooper, Sam. We like. But you know what? Hey, well, on that, at least he's giving the money to men and not kids. From Brad so Cooper, would you rather have fingers as long as legs or legs as long as fingers? Pardon? Fingers as long as legs or legs... Uh, <laughs> his legs are as long as well, fingers well, at the moment. How does it feel? I like my legs, so I'm, I'm going fingers as long as legs. All right, all three uh, here, just quickly. Uh, what kebab do you order at 3 a.m.? Um, I get a mixed. Yeah, mixed. Yeah. Same. I can't oh, I would be the same. I've only recently just started okay. eating meat because of Survivor, just in case. So, <laughs> with chips in it, yeah, good. Jamie Oliver, if Swanee had to pick between sitting in the middle economy seat for the rest of his life or give up the booze forever, what would it be? Shout out to Jamie Oliver for watching our show, yeah, for it. listening to our show. Um, <laughs> well, we've got celebrity <laughs> listeners. Um, was that middle row? Middle alcohol. seat for the rest of your life or give up booze? <sighs> It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Oh, well, I just never, tra- I just, metal said never travel again. Swanee, uh, Sam, get the Instagram ready. Uh, uh, from Brendan, uh, do I get 50% off Melbourne membership since soon as I'll leave at half time? <laughs> oh, you should. Absolutely. <laughs> they should be free anyway. Sam, what have we got on uh, Insta? Um, this is a, a quite a thinking one here from Mr. Oh. Campen. Dane, would you rather play ball like Giannis with Steph Curry's shots or play like LeBron with Kyrie's handles? Uh, Greek freak and shoot like Steph. Okay. I don't know how you do this so quickly, Ralph. Um, 
what would be your price for this year? Um, you popped up a, a post there, Ralph. Um, who should present the Norm Smith Medal if Collingwood makes the grand final? And your question was how much? Because clearly you're the most qualified person out there. Well, I'll just ask. What me. is I'll your price? You. Um, four grand final tickets. I'll be able to sell them for a decent pop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find anything more. I don't know how you do it. From Greg Little, uh, what are Sam's thoughts on being the ring girls at the Jeff Horn fight? So we've covered that. From Jordan Payne, this was funny, Swanee. I don't know if you saw, we all put this one out. Well on my way to becoming a required boyfriend after quickly throwing things in the washing machine over the weekend and the result being a limited edition Swanee and Swanee t-shirt. Seen that. I actually like the colour better. I actually like the colour better than the shit you'd candy out in the first place. (laughs) From Corey, what's the most painful part of the body to get tattooed? Um. Oh shit! Where do you start? My liver didn't hurt. Didn't help. Uh, behind my knees, probably my knees, and where you asked me, your hamstring. That was all. That was fun. From Craig. So, have you got a job yet? Um, I'm waiting to get an ambassador role from the AFL after growing the game exponentially over the weekend. This is the both of you from uh, Cameron. Uh, when you rest meat after cooking it, and you want the temperature to lower to halt the cooking process, and the roast to remain tender and juicy. Shall I use the shiny side or the matte side of the aluminium foil when I wrap it? Ah, Sam. What does what the other Sam yes. think? Does the other Sam know this? Oh, see, I'd be biased now because Savvy and I have actually talked, about, talked about this. About it, okay. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got one, actually. You know how we were what, – what was the saying that was – you got wrong the other week? Is it spinning image or splitting? Spinning image or spinning and slipping. Image. Well, someone said something on the, week, on the weekend. Is it further ado or further to do with nothing, nothing further to do or ado? I don't actually know what you're trying to say. No. Like with, Put it in context. What? <laughs> All right, with nothing further ado, let's get in this. Or nothing further to do. What is it? I don't usually use it, but don't I would you? say further to do, but I'm unsure. Yeah. No, I can't get the context right of that one. Can you? No. Oh, hopeless. Uh, from Dave O'Donoghue, no, would, you rather, would you rather dicks as fingers or testicles as toes? Yeah, that was a good <laughs> one. Um, uh, dicks as fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather balls as toes. <laughs> right. You can cover them. You don't have to use them every day. Condoms would be cheap. You just get rubber gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you've had a huge week. If people want to get hold of you, is it samantharitches.com or .com.au? Either one, samantharitches.com or samantharitches.com.au. I've seen them all right. Racetrackralphie.com.au for my uh, tips. Uh, from before you get your tips, uh, and we thank Sam. What, am I saying a joke? For joining. Thank what you so much for having yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. But before the tip, Do you want my, hot, my barbecue tip? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. So you're just adjusting it it a bit, are you? So I'm adjusting my little segment because I feel like it's a little bit too much pressure to be able to bring a science fact each week. There's more to life than just science. So I thought I'd bring little tidbits each week that can kind of make you look cool at a barbecue if you brought this out. So um, I thought today we'd start with... uh, Not the old hot dog trick. With the what? What? <laughs> Don't do that at a barbecue, Um, So the word posh, do you know what the word where the word posh comes from? As in what country? What? Origin. Yeah. Do you know what no, what it what right. it actually means or where it comes from? I, I I know what it means. I couldn't tell you what. You know what a posh person is. Yeah. Yes, I do. So it's actually it's actually well, not a word. It's actually an acronym. Do you know what an acronym is? Yeah. Where the letters it sounds like something. PHP. Yeah. So the letters actually mean something. Yeah. So <laughs> posh <laughs> is what? It's all the same. P O S H. Yes. Actually stands for port out starboard home. So the posh people were the ones that could actually afford the posh seats. So on the um, ships back in the day that used to travel between Britain and India, they would request seats port on the port side 
heading out yes. and on the starboard side heading home. Uh, so they were the cooler cabins and the ones that were out of the sun sh- sunshine. So ma- mostly taken by aristocratic or rich passengers. So the only ones that could afford the posh seats were the rich people. So that's why more. posh people are referred to as posh. I don't know many words in that sentence. <laughs> um, and why don't they just go left or right? It's a well, port side? Yeah, because yeah, I don't know. Ships have got their own terminology, yeah. but, but port Sam, out, stab at home. Sam, at the start of that little spiel there, did you say something? What was the word you said starting with T? A little, little, the tid. Did you yep. say tidbit? Yeah, it's tidbit. Tidbit. You T-I-T. said tidbit. Oh, well, my apologies. I, I had thought, a stumble. I we we're going to have another speeding image and splitting I image a, issue. I had a speech impediment. All right, big weekend of the footy. Before we get to them, uh, Swanee, you got a joke to finish with? Um, yeah, if you like. Um, what did Cinderella do when she got to the ball? What? She gagged. <laughs> Dang. Oh. <laughs> All right, quick tips. Well, what can I want? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.